0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spirit Ninja's Spiritual AF Podcast. This is episode number 18, and today we have the wonderful, the one and only Amber Valdez joining us today. She is the life purpose cheerleader.
1: Yeah, and Amber's got quite the story, I tell you. like She's yeah. pretty much done everything, everything from yeah. being an NFL cheerleader to writing a hit book to... Mm-hmm uh tv appearances and
0: she did a reality show
1: yeah so it's pretty
0: awesome yeah she's got amazing energy Mm -hmm. and so stay tuned it's a good show like always
1: like always listen
0: don't forget to subscribe after the jingle thanks
2: hey you just turned into the spirit ninja's spiritual as f*** podcast The show that aims to inspire, uplift, and questions everything. And now your hosts, Bart Riegel and Holly Emerson.
0: Welcome to our podcast, Amber. We're so excited to have you here and kind of play in this energy together. I'm stoked. I'm so honored to be here.
2: I'm excited (laughs) to love on the Spain tribe. You know I'm half Spanish.
0: Oh, really? (laughs) Well, I guess your last name. Valdez, yeah,
1: totally. So sweet.
2: My intention is to visit Spain actually this year. When my boyfriend and I were sitting in a cacao ceremony on New Year's Eve, one of the intentions we declared was Spain and Italy, as well as Cuba and Thailand and a couple other places. But Spain is on the radar, amazing. Well,
0: you'll have to keep us posted.
2: Oh, you know, I will. Yeah,
0: (laughs) we're on Mallorca. So, can I tempt you with the islands? i uh, hang out online. It, okay, please. perfect, perfect.
2: Let's <laughs> work while I'm there to make my boyfriend real happy. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah,
0: so for those of you listening who don't know Amber, Amber, did you want to do like a little intro on who you are and what you do, how you got sure. to where you're at?
1: You've got quite I the story. Yeah.
2: Well, I was sitting up in heaven in another dimension, and I sat down, <laughs> and I asked my guides, what do I want to learn? No. <laughs>
0: It was kind of true, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then all of a sudden, boom, I showed up on December 28th, 1978, and boom, I arrived. <laughs> Soul design, human design, all that juiciness. But yes, thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Amber Valdez, and I'm a light worker, a former NFL cheerleader, uh, 10 year t- TV entertainment news host, and reality star that realized, although that was fun and all, it really didn't matter. So now I am on a mission to guide and inspire a million plus light workers to love themselves, own their worth, and do whatever it takes so they can live their soul assignment and get paid to change the world. So mm-hmm. I do that through the power of live stream, my best-selling ebook, my online coaching programs, and collaborating with some of my favorite people and group programs all around the world. And, uh, yeah, I'm pretty much just like eat, breathe and sleep this work. It doesn't feel like work, which is why I was like, Oh, when I'm in Spain, let's do a workshop.
1: Yeah, totally. So
2: like blessed that I am a human in this lifetime and that I finally get it. And I really gave myself permission to just, just live it and own my soul, my soul assignment. So I coach mostly, uh, moms, entrepreneurs, a lot of network marketers, uh, but mostly light workers with a big, big vision and that really just need support and um, are ready, ready to just own their soul assignment and allow me to be the one beneath their wing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I got a no bullshit approach. I think one of my students called me yesterday, the bullshit police. <laughs> Hilarious. I was like, can I quote you on that? And she's like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I'm up to, girl. Just And, and gentlemen, um, just serving, really.
0: That's awesome. I so love y- it. You talk a lot about soul assignment. So how do you work with people who already know what their soul assignment is? Or do you, is that something that you help people do uncover what their soul assignment is?
2: Mm, thank you for asking. You know, I started using the word soul assignment after I became a diehard fan of Knockle Bear. Do you guys know who Knuckle Bear is?
0: No. No. Oh, my God. You're like, <laughs> oh
2: <lying>. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> So he's this incredible singer-songwriter rapper who has a an incredible journey. He was a um child of a rape. Mm. Um he ended up being in and out of the foster situation, ended up coming to peace with like his real parents and, you know, accepting all of that and um he's a singer and he's incredible. And so he sings a lot about I'm getting chills just thinking about his music. Um, and it's Knuckle Bear, Nahko Bear, N A H K O Bear. He's just fantastic, uh, but he talks a lot in his music about where um, souls on assignment, bodies on consignment. Oh, mm-hmm. I like
0: that.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, he's his music is medicine, and so I started using Soul Assignment because I call myself the Life Purpose Cheerleader. Um, and I feel like purpose is a word that just gets so thrown around kind of like spirituality and consciousness. Like there's mm-hmm. a couple words I think get kind of overused. And so I am the life purpose cheerleader. And I think that life purpose pretty much translate into your soul assignment. And so as I dive into human design, I'm, I'm being mentored by my coach right now in, um, human design and, and soul contracts and soul assignment. And I think that I don't think I know in my heart, um, that when we're born, um, we of course have our genetic coding, right? Mm-hmm. Which is the way we look. And probably if you looked in your lineage, you looked like your grandma and your great grandma, your grandpa and your great grandpa and so on. But there's all this data and science around your actual DNA that science throws out. And it's like, oh, we don't need that because it's not genetic. But we have this coding that as soon as we leave our mom's aura and go into our own aura, we're kind of, we're not kind of, we're imprinted with DNA from where we are what time or where the stars were aligned to create our personality. Um, so, human design is kind of like astrology on crack. Um, <laughs> but as, soon as I really kind of merged those worlds, I not crack, that was not a good word. <laughs> on steroids, even better word. Um, as soon as I really merged those ro- r- worlds and I started to learn that my soul assignment is pretty much what I'm doing, it was like this light bulb went off of like, <gasps> okay, I can just do it now like it was like this confirmation. Mm-hmm. So as I learned um, the human design, I'm. it helps with the students that don't know, or they're pretending not to know, because like, let's get real, everyone freaking knows, but they mm-hmm. say, I don't know what my purpose is. <laughs> and it's usually your mess. Your mess can ter- be turned into yeah. your message and your pain turned yeah. into your purpose very much like an bear, right? Like he mm-hmm. had this crazy, like, being a child of rape and like learning to own that and living in foster care and like forgiving his mom and dad and like all this crazy journey, he was able to turn all that pain into his purpose and message, which is now music. So I'm a big, big stand for us stopping running from our soul assignment and our life purpose and just owning that shit. Because as soon as you do, you don't fail. Like mm-hmm. spirit's like, let's go. Yeah, it's just totally. that thing. It's that thing that you you think about nonstop, or you you know I, I have clients that are like I can't stop thinking about X, and every day I think about X. I'm like, it's not you, man. It's God resource <laughs> speaking through you for you for the world. Listen, so mm-hmm. it lights me up if you can't tell. To like <laughs> remind people why they came and like say I got your back. Let's do this because the world needs all of us to be doing that thing. You yeah. know, and not wasting our beautiful effort and energy on paying the bills <laughs> yeah
1: yeah and i mean it's yeah. it's important to to realize that you know the bills get paid in the process as well like we're not we're gonna not gonna end up homeless or anything like that like we're gonna be supported and in fact so much more than we were before
0: yeah like uh, way better yeah. than we can imagine yes
2: mm-hmm. but it's that beautiful ego not that fear and you know of well what if you know and i think i i talk a lot about this with my my tribe too and it's like you guys probably get this. Our parents were programmed by parents. Yeah. I'm 38, but that whole generation was the Great Depression, the war. They were in such scarcity, people coming from over overseas, fighting for jobs, fighting for land. I mean, there was all this competition and this this scarcity. And then you had war and losing all your family and, and people going hungry to the mix and you know, Hitler killing everyone for their religion. Like there was just all this fear and this like Fear of living and surviving that that poor generation didn't really get to own their feelings like
0: oh completely they,
2: like, come out and so then we have those kids being our parents who were like get a nine to five get benefits and you know, <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah hard and you know yeah.
0: you're not here to be happy kind happy. of thing <laughs> like, yeah
2: like happiness is over here it's yeah like just take care of your family and put food on the table so we get to find compassion our parents and and heal our lineage now by saying our feelings do matter, our emotions matter and um, we don't have to live in that fear-based programming of just like get a good job and go to college because it's the safe thing to do. Right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I heard you talk about the healing your lineage before. And I love, I love that because not a lot of people talk about it or are aware of it. And um, yeah. So I thought we could dive more into that conversation too, because that's so much tied to like our soul assignments. Like I feel like we've got more than just one, you know, there's like the healing that takes place. And when we heal, we heal our whole genetic line too. And for me, I'm actually adopted. So I've got four genetic lines that I have to work with. And so it's just like, it's a really interesting process and not a lot of people know about it. So would you like to share more about what that is?
2: Yeah, for sure. Thank you for sharing. And boy, girl, you got your work cut out. For you, huh? <laughs>
0: Some genetic you lines are harder parents. than others. <laughs> you
2: got your birth parents and your earth parents and, and then you yeah. have all their stuff. So you got a lot of karma. <laughs> Uh, So I honor you for that. It's beautiful. So yes, my belief system around healing our lineage has really come forth, um, with, I mean, I have a really, well, up until this lifetime, I have a really challenging relationship with my, my birth mother, my mother, um, and her mother and her mother and her mother and her mother. And I started to see this as I started to Dive into a lot of emotional intelligence training, sitting in ceremony, really working with shamans and like getting to the root of like, this is a deep wound and really going, huh, I don't, for so long, I didn't want to be a mom. And I was scared to be a mom because my mom mom was very verbally emotionally abusive. And I healed that through being a nanny, right? Mm -hmm. And being a TV host in LA and running from auditions and picking up four kids from school with you know dogs in the car and really feeling that and going I could do this like because my mom made being a single mom this like such heavy thing and we were reminded how broke we were and the burden of me just being alive and saying some really mean things to me when I was little like I should have aborted you when your dad wanted and like all of this like programming of like I'm a burden Ew. and then having yeah. Heavy. And then I had this birthday wound because my birthday three days after Christmas that oh, Tamara's birthday, like, Oh God, here's your birthday, Christmas present. You mm-hmm. we can't have a party. And it's like all of this stuff with my mom and mm-hmm. really getting like, as I heal, my mom heals. And as I heal that she'll heal that. And so very much what I was um, speaking to about the whole DNA coding we are carrying DNA, not just genetic DNA. And If you think about it, it makes so much sense, but we don't really learn about this stuff. But if like, if you look like your parents, you've got to know that something in your being has to also carry the trauma and carry the pain and carry all of that through and show up in your beingness, right? Yeah, well,
0: we're energetic uh, beings, so it only makes sense.
2: Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so I think that a lot of the time, like I'm, I'm supporting my boyfriend with this because he grew up in Cuba and his mom like literally watched her mother burn herself in front of her. And mm. I mean, can you even imagine like the wow. impact that would make on a little girl? And so also Cuba, I mean, wasn't the best place to live. I mean, it was like no one could eat. It was just people, bodies were washing up on the shore. I mean, he has so much karma to heal around mm. scarcity. Mm -hmm. And being like the first Cuban American to actually be like doing well and, you know, all of this sort of stuff. I'm like, honey, you're healing your family, Mm -hmm. you know, and I believe that we are our parents teachers, right? Not that there are teachers really. And so if we, as we heal our family, our lineage, our coding will heal. So then taking it back full circle to the mom stuff. Now I can finally heal that wound when I am a mom with my daughter and have that beautiful, loving relationship that for God knows how long it went back, right? Mm-hmm. That, it, that it didn't work. And now I can create a new story with what the mother-daughter partnership looked like. Because I didn't I didn't grow up. I don't remember my mom holding me, kissing me, like any of that. Like mm-hmm. I don't have any memories of that whatsoever. And so I was in my divine masculine for a very long time. I and mean, I'm still in that, but um, at times. But really just recognizing, like, there's so much power when we take on our own healing, we're we're changing the tone for the next kind of like with the environment, like we want to leave the planet better than than we came. And it's the same sort of thing, I believe, with our lineage and and how we live our life and how we choose to feel and heal, you know?
0: Yeah, totally. I love that.
1: Yeah, that that's fascinating you talk about, uh, you know, DNA, because we we're just starting to learn more about it. And there's just so much more science co- uh, coming out now how, you know, it's um, it's totally synced. So when they actually like uh, change a specific DNA that's outside the body, they move it or they change it in some way. There's like another portion that's like synced to it that actually gets changed in the same way. So even though these like different strands of DNA, there's somehow co-entangled together that without like time and space like it doesn't make a difference like it could be on one side of the universe versus another and these two pieces will somehow change at the same time it's amazing
0: wow that is so cool
2: (laughs) that's fascinating yeah (laughs) Uh, you guys gotta have my coach on here jeremy he is like a human design freaking genius and he'll he'll blow your mind all this dna coding and like He's very left brain, and I'm like right brain. Like, yeah, he
0: will he will blow your brain with the science so stuff. So sweet. I can definitely get you guys up with that because I'm yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you too. <laughs> Bart's yeah. more the sciencey left brain. <laughs> I'm more of the feeling. I kind of feel <laughs> this so, is yeah. <laughs> why are you so, so <laughs> yeah It works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I love it. I love how you talk about um, you know, like as you do your healing work that it heals in genetic line. So have you seen witnessing like how your relationship has shifted with your mom as you've done your healing?
2: Oh my gosh. I'm so glad you asked that. You're so intuitive because I was thinking about that before and I was like, you're going on too long. Wrap it up sister. (laughs) So this is interesting. So I went back to Seattle for Thanksgiving the first time in 10 plus years. And I really had to distance myself from my family Um, because of the really gnarly dysfunction, and um, and I went back, and I was very nervous to go back because they always say, you know, how far you came spiritually, and you just go sit with your family. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I brought my boyfriend with me, so I had a wingman. I had like a rock, which was really powerful for him to show up for me in that way. And my sister, and I also have a very. Interesting dynamic as well. I think she has a lot of abandonment issues for me, like literally graduating, and I'm like, deuces, and like never came back because mm-hmm. um, I had to for my health, you know. for sure. Um, mm-hmm. So I think she has that with me, with my mom, with my dad, like all of it. Um, and so we went back and we had a really gnarly um, exchange where she literally handed, shoved back a love camel, like the irony. That I got her and my family, I bought them all intention candles with essential oils in it, and um, she literally like screamed at me, cursed at me, said "f off you f, f you know fake ass Ooh. b," and I was just like, mm. Peace in "Your heart sister," and like that's what made her freak out. So I said, "Peace in your heart, sister," and she shouted at that, and I was just like, "Okay, I'm not going to own this energy." Like. Went to my room, like processed it, did my thing, came back out, and like I gotta just surrender. And realizing the more love I give her, the more angry she gets, the more I shine.
0: I so get it. Is
2: that when you shine bright, the people who are not shining bright, their inadequacies get mirrored back to them, and they secretly, not so secretly, hate you, right? And so, of course, that morning I called my mother and I was like, hey, are you coming for Thanksgiving? To which she was like, I'm sick, no, hung up on me. So I cried it out. I processed it. But I still sent her love. I said, all right, mom, well, I love you, you know, have a beautiful Thanksgiving. Chose to still go to her house, which was very scary for me. Um, my boyfriend, again, was a great buffer. We had about an hour. It was nice. And she tried to do that thing where she will jab and I just let it be so and didn't feel the need to try and change it mm-hmm. to the point where on Christmas I had given her a candle and I had her open it in front of everyone and she started talking about my sister and how my sister sells oils and this and she doesn't use candles anymore and this and that. Little does she know I've been selling oils forever and I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and I chose not to be right. I just like loved her for where she was. As my cousins are texting me, it's very hard to hear this conversation But I didn't need to say, yeah, mom, I know. I I sell oils. I told you that. Actually, the company Alicia uses is not pure. It's actually a horrible company, but I just let it be so. And my mom ended up calling me on my birthday and we talked for 40 minutes.
0: Oh, that's so lovely.
2: Reached out to me and said she was sorry for hurting me and that she missed her sister. And I'm like, (laughs)
1: hold on, wait a second.
2: Wow. Wow. Goes to show that when we start to just accept and we stop judging them for judging us, the judgment goes away. Mm -hmm. So, as soon as I stop judging them for judging me, they stop judging me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because
2: it shifted it because I chose love every single time in the last three interactions I've had with them.
1: Mm -hmm. So amazing.
2: Whoa. So, yes, I do. And again, We'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, but
2: I think it is true testament to all of the self love, the self acceptance, and all the work I'm doing with my inner child, and and um, really loving the little girl within me, and learning to like have more forgiveness in my heart for my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, it's working.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. That's so beautiful. It's um, I've got a similar story with my mom. Like it's 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 still like an ongoing saga. <laughs> As I'm sure it will be for a very long time, maybe even lifetimes who knows but um yeah it's been interesting too as as I've done my inner healing because I've never like gone to her with blame or anything I've always just wanted to work through my issues you know healing my childhood wounds and as I did that, how she would interact with me would shift you know how I would expect her to um comment blow up, or blow comment. up or respond in a certain way would shift. And and eventually it got to a point where it it softened. But then, like you were saying, how as you get happier, as you get more joyful, as you're embodying more of what your soul's purpose is, those who maybe aren't get angry with you. and It triggers. It triggers it, people. It triggers. And right now my mother is like so angry at me. She's She's so beyond angry. Like she's not even talking to me. That's how angry she is. And it literally happened after our wedding because we got married in September and my family flew out here for the wedding. And like, that was like an extremely joyful time for me. And obviously, right? And it was just like, it was just, I think it was just too much for her. Absolutely. You know? And so since then, she's come up with all these, these like, reasons in her mind why she's angry with me and but hasn't spoken to me about it. It's just holding on to this anger. And so I'm always trying to like send her love and compassion and light and 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 just see where we end up, you know, because it's it's an interesting roller coaster because I've seen the shifts as I've moved through and healed certain things, but it's like an onion. It's like layers of an onion. Like as I heal I get to another layer and then I'll heal that. And then there's more. And it's just like, this is, I guess, just the next stage.
1: Well, the way that I I see that though, is like, as you're doing your work, I mean, there's like this, like almost like a crust around her and she's just in this like crusty ego state. And as you're doing your healing, it's actually like kind of burrowing from inside out. And then eventually, like once all that inside has been healed, it kind of burrows through and then the shell cracks, right? So everything that you're doing now there's no question, it's making a big impact in her life, whether she realizes yet or not. I mean, she's still on that outer crusty level.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 She sister,
2: is. I, I honor you and I think it I believe for me it's probably gonna be a lifelong journey. And then when they die, we're gonna go through a whole other freaking story, I'm <laughs> sure. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, man. I mean it's I feel like it's gonna be one of our life, our soul assignments is oh, totally. how can we love them harder? How can yeah. we treat love and my coach tells me this all the time you get to get to a point where your mom could be spitting in your face calling you anything in the book and you can still just choose love because Mm -hmm. that is the definition of love let others voluntarily evolve
0: yo totally totally and this is like this is part of like, what I'm learning right now too is learning to like relationship in the family dynamic in a new way. Cause there was a certain role that I had in the family. You know, as I healed and I evolved, then that role shifted. But the other four, the other three players in the family were like, wait a second, we didn't, we didn't want you to do that. We liked you exactly where you were. You know, we yeah. didn't want you to move pieces here and shake things up and like take away a leg of the table, so to speak. Right. And wow. so it's like learning to, like relationship and have that dance in a new way with all the family members is, is something that I'm learning because there's a side of me that just wants to go back and go back into the same role that I was in before. But that didn't serve them. It didn't serve me. It didn't serve anybody.
1: Yeah, you're not going forward in that case. No,
0: no, exactly. So that's an interesting.
2: It's so easy to, and I think that's what happens when we see our mom and we see our sister, they're still the same. Right. So they're still vibrating at the same frequency. And we're over here and Abraham Hicks talks about it like right, like you're listening to ninety three point three and then listening to one one oh one. There's so much disconnect mm-hmm. that like they don't know who they are and they don't recognize you because we're doing so much work, girl. We're evolving so fast that like they don't they're like who like I had an ex boyfriend call me a few years ago I was like, How'd you learn to talk like this? <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? But it was like, seriously, I was like, oh, like, we forget that they're not changing. And Mm -hmm. we are. Mm -hmm. And so there is such a disconnect. And like, you shine bright, sister. So you've got this big, bright sun. You cast a big shadow. And so you have your family like, wait a second. I don't want to. What's wrong with me? Right? Like, well, she's doing this. Like, we're forcing those in our life to come on, come up. Mm -hmm. and they don't want to, or they do. So you just get to keep vibrating as you are, step into more acceptance and compassion and honor their journey and not make them bad or wrong and Mm -hmm. not make it mean anything. If they can acknowledge or praise you or see your light at all. And in those moments when you're getting pulled down into your old dynamic, because listen, my sister tried that works for her, right? Mm -hmm. She doesn't know how to communicate with me except for cursing and yelling and screaming and being crazy. Right. And then here Mm -hmm. I am just like unaffected being like peace in your heart. As soon as I said that, she said F you. Right. So it Mm -hmm. was like, as soon as I chose love, it made her realize how much love she didn't have.
0: Mm -hmm. So we have to
2: realize like, we're just forcing them to uh, to look at themselves with the mirror.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's cool.
2: Some people want it. Some people will be called forth up or some people will resist it and either way we can't dim our light so others can feel comfortable
0: i really loved what you're saying about you know honoring where others are at in their journey and not making where they're at right or wrong you know and still being able to send them love and compassion for no matter where they are you know
2: yeah so. if we judge them we continue to judge ourselves exactly. right and everyone is just a mirror of us Mm-hmm. Okay. I had to, like, we say that, like, oh, everyone's a mirror of you. But, like, if you really, really think about it. And I walked one of my students with it today because she was and still such a victim. Oh well, my mom does this to me. My mom does that to me. And I'm just like, oh, my gosh, stop. Like, at what point are you going to stop making your mom bad or wrong because she can't love you the way you want to be loved, sister? Mm-hmm,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. Until, until you change that thought within you and then she'll change
0: mm-hmm.
1: everything. Oh. And it's not just relationships. We're talking every single situation in your life. Everything that you see around you, every uh, situation, every person you meet, every financial issue, every job situation, everything mm-hmm. is a reflection of what's going on inside you. You mm-hmm. create your reality mm-hmm. inside out. And th- like, this isn't picture seeing. Like, we're not seeing anything. We're projecting everything that we're seeing. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a weird esoteric concept. I mean, it, it, it is kind of, but. I mean, we're only just starting to scrape the surface and in, in, like understanding it, but this is actually the way that it is.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I gave an example to my student today and I've never used it before. It's like, okay, visualize everywhere you go, you're a mirror, like picture mm-hmm. what your mirror looks like. Fancy mirror, one of those old school mirrors, one of those mirrors from Target, like, Handheld, like imagine driving in cars and everyone's little mirrors, and they're at the store and they're on the plane, and everybody's got their own little fancy or non fancy handheld mirror walking with legs.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: What do you see when you look at them? Mm -hmm. Yourself. Mm -hmm. So, in that context of even you and me, every time we see our moms, we're just seeing the parts of ourselves that are still still, getting to be resolved, accepted, and. right
0: yeah exactly and
2: you know as soon as we let them off the hook we're gonna let ourselves off the hook
1: (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. and this is something that we should be grateful for when we can reach that place where you know everything is in, in fact a mirror and we see that then guess what we are now empowered to see those things that are hidden within us so if somebody triggers us if some situation triggers us then it's like the universe basically telling you it's like hey Look at this. There's an opportunity that you can heal this finally, mm-hmm. and then now you can just let it go forever.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Congratulations. You're welcome. Yeah.
2: You're welcome. Or you can run. It's like I was up against it with my boyfriend last week, and you know he's just very much starting to grasp the concept of like what I'm about in the yeah. world. Like it's like we don't know how far I've come. We have Buddhas in our house and crystals, and I use oils and I did ayahuasca for God's sake. It's like <laughs> this man has never smoked weed. Okay, so I'm like, true. He's like, i am come to Kundalini with you. I chanted. Like, and I'm telling you, he's just like, not that guy. Right?
1: What a beauty.
2: Like, <laughs> he's like, how come you have so much patience with me? Because he's like, I don't know if you're the one. Like, I don't like your attitude. I don't like this. And he starts just like picking me apart. And I'm like, okay, are any of those things you don't like about yourself? And it's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, trying to tell him all of this. And I'm like, the triggers are our guides, and you wouldn't be able to see my attitude or my tone if you didn't have an attitude. But this mm-hmm. story was like, well, maybe if I just find another girl, it doesn't like make me so angry. I'm like, good <laughs> luck with that. I'm like, because I'm pretty sure you had that anger before you met me. Yeah. And so it's just like this whole new, and I love that you said we're just starting to scratch the surface because most people are like, yeah, right. They, they, And like, how come you're so patient with me and I can't be patient with you? And I said, because I'm willing to accept and love those parts of you. So I can accept and love those parts of myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm committed to like, when he's so grumpy, like this morning with the dogs, like, I was just like, Oh, I'm sorry, babe, here, wear my eye mask. And let me put some lavender on your feet. Like, because I'm just like, I could be like, you're so you're such a jerk or you're this and that. But it's like, if I can have compassion and be sweet to him, then I can be compassionate and sweet to myself when I'm irritated or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. And it's funny because, you know, when, when you talk to people that are being triggered and all this stuff, it's like, all oh, this stuff is so silly. And you just got to like turn around and say, and you can say, well, how's that working out for you? <laughs> you yeah. know, you're, you're pissed off. Like everything sucks. Like the world's just shitting on your parade every <laughs> single day. It's like, you can keep living your life that way, sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, but, it's it's like so easy for people to blame other people. Yeah. Right? People don't want to look at themselves and to see like where am I actually contributing to this? Where where is this a reflection in me? Because then yeah. that that's that's hard work. Of course. You know, and it's easier to be like you need to change oh, your yeah, behavior totally. because whatever XYZ.
1: Yeah, how is that working out for you? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Self-awareness is is One of the biggest gifts because I, and you guys obviously see it too. And we even see it with like some of our most challenging relationships, like self-awareness and where are we not Mm self-aware, right? Where mm -hmm. are we still blinding it out and not wanting to face off? Because facing off, it's not easy. No. You know, it's not easy for me to find the love and compassion for my mother and, you know, my sister when someone's screaming and calling you names, like, it's so much easier to take the lower road but
1: no oh, i don't do have... that anymore i'm i'm too evolved, <laughs>
2: <laughs> so evolved. So
0: that's what leader. that's what's called the spiritual ego yeah. part <laughs>
1: i don't have an ego
2: <laughs> i have never arrived ooh one of nokwares quotes was as a master i know nothing as a student i know everything uh, person,
0: so good
1: I like, I, like lot, I like that a lot. Actually,
0: we got to look this guy
1: up. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I've never heard of any of his music. Is he on Apple Music? I got to scope him out.
2: Your uh, medicine for the people. You guys are about to be blasting it every day. There's this song called Aloha uh, Keua, Ke'a, Aloha Keua. Um, I think he's half Hawaiian, um, mm-hmm. but at any rate, you'll probably cry the first time you hear it. I'll, Amazing. Guys, the YouTube video, which is absolutely beautiful.
0: Um, awesome.
2: But my is actually to shoot a video like with all my favorite people from like all over the world and like have everybody sing the song and like edit it really cool nice
0: ah, nice I like that I that like that.
1: yeah totally. <laughs> 100% <laughs> yep,
2: that memorized song show.
0: that's super uh-huh. awesome so you do these boot camps for people let's talk about your boot camps that you offer and like how people can connect with you and work with you
2: thank you um so the boot camp, so I basically blew up on a live stream platform called Periscope. I don't know if you guys know no. about that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. So Periscope is the whole reason why, well, being in Kundalini Yoga and getting the download from Spirit to get on Periscope, and I was like, what the heck is Periscope? And I didn't listen. And then, you know, the the rule of threes. So mm-hmm. finally I listened. And next thing I know, I was from 700 followers to 10,000 overnight. And I was just getting on and sharing my truth and speaking some really powerful insight and uh, knowledge and inspiration with sticky, with sticky notes, which you can see everywhere. Mm-hmm. And honestly just a way for me to kind of keep myself on pace, um, but also to make sure that I was remembering the affirmations that I wanted to share. And so one day I was like, spirit said, you should do a boot camp because people were like, wanted to work with me, but I didn't really even know what that meant. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a boot camp. I'm going to do four weeks with me. If you guys like this, getting value from my live streams every day, think about four weeks together, intimately, just us. For the first 10 people that send me $97 on Life Purpose Cheerleader at Gmail, I'm going to give you this boot camp. So next thing I know, a thousand people, a thousand dollars in like two hours. I like, God, i have to do this boot camp. <laughs> <laughs> so what am I going to talk about? So that's why I tell everyone: just because you don't have a website or a landing page or a fancy anything, does not mean you don't have. You can't just create. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, I was like, I called it the Turn Your Crazy into Your Purpose Boot Camp.
0: I love you that know? name.
2: Thank you, because mm-hmm. a lot of people are like, that doesn't make sense. I'm like, listen.
1: Oh, it totally makes sense.
0: It totally makes sense. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it makes sense for me because number one, Steve Jobs says the people that are crazy enough to change the world do. So mm-hmm. I'm that kind of crazy. Okay? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm committed to a tribe that's that kind of crazy. My family thinks I'm crazy. Okay. They've always thought I was crazy. My koo-ha, my mom, Pollyanna <laughs> bullshit, like positivity, all this, right? Just like <laughs> they all think I'm crazy. They didn't yeah. watch my show on TV. They didn't buy my book. They didn't support my trips to Africa to build the wells. Like they zero support big fat zero.
0: Yeah.
2: So I was like, okay, I'll own that crazy. Um, and I realized that all these crazy things I do like meditation and affirmation and law of attraction and forgiveness and self love and mirror work and all these things chanting that people most people think are crazy are actually the things that changed my life and allow me to shine bright and live my purpose. So I'm like, why not create a program where I can let other people feel that and do that and give Mm -hmm. them permission to. Mm -hmm. So that's how it was created. And we're on our final one. Uh, Ends tomorrow, 13 women, like, oh, my most powerful group yet. Mm. And I'm committed to doing them once a quarter. They used to be four weeks. Now they're six. Um, They get a one-on-one session with me to break through their stuff. They get buddies and they get accountability and they get weekly growth work assignments. And this week is self love and it's super juicy. Um, And just getting so much resistance to like (laughs) doing the self love acts and like doing mirror work and like ah, they wrote a juicy love letter themselves. Like it's just, it's just great.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yes.
2: I love it my heart is like full. So yeah, I'm, I'm intending by the time this airs, I think there'll be one coming up in probably like a month or two. So you guys, anybody out there is interested in breaking through their bullshit in a fun way and working on themselves and not making it so serious. Mm -hmm. uh, I definitely encourage you to get on the waiting list too. Yeah.
0: And it's a virtual thing, right? So people can join from all over the world.
2: Yeah. I have students from all over the world. So Germany, Australia, I haven't had anyone from Spain yet. Um, but yeah, we're international. That's and, awesome.
0: Uh,
1: and how do they find you? Huh? And how do they find you?
2: Uh, Life Purpose Cheerleader on Instagram, Life Purpose Cheerleader on Facebook, LifePurposeCheerleader.com, and uh, Amber Valdez on Facebook. But I think I'm almost at my maximum friends there. So just get over to Life Purpose Cheerleader and you can find me that way.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Very exciting. I'm I like juiced. it. I like how you just kind of like jumped off and did it and just offered it and was like, "Oh, I guess I have to do it now." <laughs> Cuz we're building a course right now and um like I feel like there's so much I have to do and like I'm putting it all together and then once it's done, then I'm going to sell it. But I like how you're just like, "No, I'm just going to go for it." <laughs> sell it now. Yeah,
2: because, you know, this whole like getting ready to get ready. Um I also realized this last year when I was in Africa, I had spent Money on a click funnel coach, money on click funnels, money on an assistant to learn the click funnels and build the funnel for me, Facebook ads, fancy video, an editor, thousands of dollars to sell a workshop in Salt Lake City for the DoTerra conference, and like none of it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I did it for bootcamp for boot camp four, none of it worked, mm. and I literally was like, I don't understand spirit. I'm doing all of this, like, but I'm doing all these things when people are like, you need to level up your business, and I'm like okay, what does that mean? But if I really got honest with myself, people were buying my programs because of who I was, not because of my fancy landing page. Mm
0: -hmm. And all that
2: stuff was the doing, not the human being. And so Mm -hmm. I invite you guys, like that's when I said I'm doing the um, live streaming bootcamp. It's like my jam is not to have all these funnels and fancy pages and stuff. And like, I get that you have to have some sort of something, but to make it harder, just announce it and speak it and say if you want it, like send them a questionnaire and have them fill it out. And right now I'm using Messenger and hmm. it's like literally the last boot camp I was able to enroll everybody just for Messenger. Wow. Sending, yeah, sending them the questions and having them reply and me tapping in and seeing if they're a good fit and then sending them the link to pay. Wow. And like there's actually a messenger bot now through mm-hmm. Manny Chat that you guys can have it all automated. So I'm working on there with my accountability buddy from my mastermind and helping her build that for me. because That's just going to save me time so I can serve more people. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I invite you guys to get over that whole getting ready to get ready and just put it out in the universe. And I, I have a curriculum, but I always tap in the night before because everyone's different and it's always yeah. going to change.
0: Yeah, totally. That's kind of been one of my struggles with creating this is, like, I know yeah. everybody is so – individual and what their needs are, are so individual. And so I like took a step away today at this one part and I was like, Oh, but I just, I know like, how can I, how can I um, serve everybody to the best way that they need me to serve them? You know? And so anyway, Is there
2: an automated program or a live program?
0: Um, It's going to be automated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But there's going to be live components. So there'll be like Facebook live, so there'll be a private group where yep. we can connect in and I can answer questions and be present in the group and okay. and um, private calls as well.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, I do private calls and then the Facebook group and then mm-hmm. the live stream. But, it, you know, lean into doing the live coaching. I mean, it's really rewarding and really powerful. And then you can kind of navigate your curriculum, you know, as you go. Because not one boot camp has been the same because the women in there are different and they're up against different shit.
0: Yeah. And so do you do that on like Zoom? Yeah, on Zoom. Okay. And have all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Fun.
2: <laughs> really fun. And then you can see people's faces and you can gauge. And then if someone's getting really emotional, you can support them through it. You know, it's like Facebook Live is, you know, you can beam people in now. Mm-hmm. Um but in order to get a gauge of all the women, because sometimes some of the most powerful coaching moments happen in the collective experience. And oh, you
0: totally. Just,
2: just going through it, you wouldn't be able to be like, what's coming up for you right now? Mm-hmm. Because if it's coming up for her, it's probably coming up for everybody. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I love the power of Zoom and literally spent $0 on marketing. And then all the price I spent was on Zoom. Yeah. You guys can build programs without them having to cost you all this money to do all these things and have webinar jam and all that stuff. I mean, you could do it, but (laughs) I just Facebook live and Periscope as my webinars. Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's cool. You know, when you were talking and and you were saying, I can't remember what point it was, but I just remember thinking like, well, no, you don't need to because it's like your personality because I can feel your energy coming through. And that's exactly what people want to connect with. You know, they want to connect with, with you.
2: With all of us, with you too. And I think that my videos, I lose that because of the hosting. I go back into like host mode for TV hosting for so long where you got to be perfect. And you have this weird voice you use. And it's like live, (laughs) I don't have to be like that. I can just be normal. (laughs) Just be you. (laughs) So so that's why I live stream. So Yeah,
0: that's cool. Well, maybe we'll have to chat more about that offline. Yeah, girl. have some more questions for you. Oh, thank you. (laughs) To all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been so wonderful having you on our podcast. I've loved connecting with you and like playing in this energy together. Um, and just I want to say I honor all the work that you're doing and your dedication to, you know, building all these light workers. And I love how you're just so committed to just serving the best that you can be and like Honestly, looking at, you know, where you're at and, and how you can keep moving forward in your life. So I just want to say that it's beautiful to see, you know, what you're doing. And I appreciate it. It's huge. Mm-hmm. I
2: receive that. And you guys, too. I'm just so honored to come lo- love on the Spirit Ninja tribe. Right? Woo. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so awesome Big time.
2: I that. <laughs> uh, but I can't wait to share this broadcast out with my tribe. They're always like, oh, tell me more about your podcast. So. Uh, a lot of the women are like really eager for new podcasts. So I can't wait to share this with.
0: with, Yeah, for sure. For sure. We'll send you, we'll send you all the details once it's all edited and up.
1: Mm Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you so much for being here. And uh, thank you to all our listeners. We appreciate you guys too. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe to the show. Uh, It always helps us out. And uh, till next time, I suppose.
0: Yeah. And go check out Amber. She's awesome. If you haven't already figured that out.
2: <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening to the Spirit Ninja Spiritual as Fuck podcast.
1: Make sure to tune in next time for more deep conversations to uplift, inspire, and blow your mind.
0: Spiritual as f-